What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment. I'm going to give you one big idea to be a more godly man today. Today, we're going to talk about spiritual roots of the Christian home. But before we get into that, I want to invite you to check out our Substack at christendomchronicle.substack.com. There you can read essays and articles about advancing the kingdom of Christ into the culture in which we live. And you can also learn more about our family ministry. Uh, you can sign up for a free account to get our content in your email. And also there's a subscription account there that you can get just $5 a month. And uh, that money goes to support our family ministry. So if you're interested in doing that, we appreciate that. That's christendomchronicle.substack.com. Today we talk about spiritual roots of the Christian home. And I want to look at a passage in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 to 21. Now, I've been in this passage already before. We've talked in detail about verse 21 uh, in a previous episode. But today I want to look at 18 to 21 together. Now, this passage in Ephesians chapter 5, we often come to verses 22 and then beyond, going through to chapter 6, verse 9. Uh, to look at the scriptural order of the home. And it's good. We should look at the passage for that. Paul lays out a good, clear explanation of what the Christian household is to look like in those passages. But unfortunately, oftentimes we look at these verses as though they are sort of extended in the air on their own. And we don't consider the context in which they are found. And so today I want to look at that context because the root, the the ideas in 22 and beyond of Ephesians 5 are very much rooted in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 to 21. And if you don't understand 18 to 21 as a man, you're not going to have the spiritual foundations you need to fulfill the, God, the call that God has given you in verses 22 and beyond. So today we talk about spiritual roots in the Christian household. Scripture says, beginning in chapter 5, verse 18 of the book of Ephesians, it says this, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, even the Father, and being subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Now, I've said before, the feminists love verse 21. Egalitarians love verse 21 because they want to flatten out the authority structure in the home. But verse 21 doesn't, does not nullify the rest of what Paul talks about in Ephesians chapter 5. Instead, it just lays the foundation for it. The idea of verse 21 there is that every Christian needs to have the humility to know their station in whatever relationship in which they find themselves. And so in that sense, we do submit ourselves one to another, depending upon the context that we find ourselves in. And then verses 22 and beyond, Paul says, and in the home, I want you to submit to one another in this way. Wives are submit to their husbands, children are submit to their fathers, slaves are to obey their masters, and then husbands are to love their wives, fathers are to raise their children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, and slaves are to be faithful in their, or masters are to be faithful and gentle in their interactions with the slaves. That's the idea here. And so the root of this Christian home begins in verse 18, though. There's one verb in this sentence. If you look at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 and 21, if you look at it in the English, it looks like there's several verbs. But in the Greek, there's only one verb here, and it's this word, be filled with the Spirit. Do not get drunk with wine, it says in verse 18, for that is dissipation, 
but be filled with the Spirit. In the Greek, that's the only verb here. The rest of the verbs in this sentence are, are, are all participles. In other words, they tell us what it looks like to be filled with the Spirit. This is how we go about life as a person who's filled with the Spirit. We sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. We make a melody in our heart. Uh, we always give thanks to the Lord in Christ our God, even the Father. And then we walk in subject to one another. So we know our station in the given relationship in which we find ourselves. And so there's... This, this lays out the spiritual roots of the Christian family. The first one is this, be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you as a man are going to love your wife the way that Christ loves the church, and you're going to raise your children in discipline and instruction of the Lord, you're going to care for the members of your household, you're only going to be capable to do that which God has called you to do by the filling and power of the Holy Spirit. And that's not that's what that that's true for you as a man. You cannot be the head of your family that God has called you to be without the aid and power of the Holy Spirit. It's also true of your wife. She can't submit to you and help you the way that she's called to without the filling of and aid of the Holy Spirit. It's true of your children. They are not going to submit to and honor you the way they're called to without the filling and aid of the Holy Spirit. And so what you want is you want a spirit-filled household. And as a Christian man, the beginning of that for you is for you to be filled with the Spirit and to lean on the Spirit um, as your source of strength and authority as you seek to lead your family the way God has called you to. So that's the first spiritual root, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now the second spiritual root flows out of the first spiritual root, which is this. Not only do you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, but you need to submit yourself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And this comes in the life of the Christian as they're filled with the Holy Spirit. That as we walk in the Spirit, we are more we more and more surrender ourselves and submit ourselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, 3, that no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Spirit. And the, the idea here is that this is what the Spirit does in the life of the Christian. The Spirit in the life of the Christian brings the Christian under submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And so I want you to see this in the passage here. One of the often overlooked things in Ephesians chapter 5 is that Jesus is actually the center of this passage. If you look at Ephesians chapter 5 verses 22 to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 9, one of the we're so focused on the order of the home that's laid out here that a lot of times we miss that Christ is central to it all. Let me let me um, let me just show it to you here in the passage. Okay, Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty-two says this: Wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. Ephesians five twenty-five says: Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her. Ephesians 6 1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Ephesians, uh, let's see. Ephesians 4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Ephesians uh, 6 5 says, Slaves, be obedient to your masters as to Christ. Ephesians 6 9 says, Masters, do the same thing to them, giving up threatening knowing that their master and yours is in heaven and there is no partiality with him. Notice here, this is the often overlooked aspect of this passage. Jesus is at the center of the Christian home. 
the wife submits to the husband as unto the Lord. So her submission to him is primarily to the Lord first and then to him. The husband loves his wife as the Lord loves the church. Jesus is at the center of all of this. And so, men, if you are going to govern your family the way that God has called you to, the life, the, the life force to your family and, and the Christian home, the root that gives life to your family is submission and surrendering to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You need to surrender yourself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You need to disciple your wife, the scripture says in Ephesians 5 here, to surrender herself to the Lordship of Christ by washing her with the water of the word. You need to raise your children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord so they can surrender themselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So the spiritual roots of the Christian home are the filling of the Holy Spirit and submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. This is where the power and the life force and the rootedness of the Christian home comes from. So if you're going to be able to order your home the way that God calls you to order your home in Ephesians 5, you are going to need the aid and power of the Spirit. And you must submit yourself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. God bless, brothers.